everybody just want to give a little bit of an update before we get into the actual podcast i was joined by robert of out of here baseball on social media that's his twitter and his youtube so go make sure to give him a follow on both of those subscribe to his youtube he's doing incredible stuff and he's been growing extremely since the beginning of february as he touches on at the end of our discussion but just wanted to give a little bit of a notice of what i'm planning to do we're going to be releasing episodes every monday and thursday of the podcast gives a little bit of time for uh stuff to spread out during the regular season i think that's going to be the best method to release episodes and with my schedule how it's going to be i'm thinking this is going to be the easiest to get as much quality content as i can out and actually have something to talk about and not have to struggle to figure out what needs to be talked about but with robert i talked about the over unders that vegas has for all 30 mlb teams and we talk a little bit about who we think is going to be be in the playoffs and eventually win the world series but here is our very early talk, and let's see exactly what me and Robert think. All right, so I'm here with Robert from Out of Here Baseball. Robert, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So I don't know how much spring training you've caught on to so far, but it looks like they dejuiced the ball. Do you think that's going to have a huge impact this year? I mean, I was looking at the difference from 2018 to 19, um, just looking at, like, earned run averages, and it was incredible how much higher, like, the spike was. It can't be as much as last year, so I'm, hopefully, like, we'll see some lower home run totals. It's, it's a bit ridiculous seeing, like, everyone hitting 30 last season. Yeah, when I saw uh, Jorge Soler's numbers, that's when I was officially out on it. Mm-hmm. Just seeing, like, the huge jumps that people are taking. From uh from two years ago to last year. Yeah, and I was uh, uh I was doing some research on like pitchers recently, so I didn't realize like Wade Davis of the Rockies had like an ERA over eight for the whole season, and there's a ton of people with like ERAs in the sevens, and you just don't see that normally. Um, like my usual base run is like if you're over six, that's really bad, but there's a ton way over that last season. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be doing over-unders for the 2020 season. Uh, these are numbers I found. These are the most updated as of this morning. Mm-hmm. So uh, so let's start with the AL East. Uh, yep. So right now projected to be in first place, uh, the New York Yankees at 102.5 wins. Last year they won 103-59. and 59. I'm going to take the under, uh, especially with this – Luis Severino news come that came out yesterday with him going yeah. to miss the entire year. Uh, I think it's going to be very hard to replicate the success that you have. It's also very hard to predict going 103 wins plus. Mm. Uh, uh, they look a little, they look healthier this year so far. Fingers crossed as a Yankees fan. And with the addition of Gary Cole, it's hard to say that they're going to do. Uh, worse than they did last year with just how much talent they have. Mm. But I just think you can't predict a team to go 103 wins. 
Yeah, that, that's fair. Like you can't expect a team to replicate a hundred win seasons. I think adding Cole should get them close to it. I'll go slightly under as well. They still might get a hundred wins. It, it'll be very close to that 102 mark. So maybe like a hundred and one. And hopefully with Stanton back healthy, like I think baseball's better when he's hitting home runs. Like he's such an exciting guy to see. So it'll be close. Yeah. Uh, next team we have is. Uh, a team I can never get a gauge on is right. the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 96 and 66 last year. Uh, and they have the Rays at 90 and a half wins. Uh, I'm living in the Tampa area, so I should have a better pulse on the Rays. But mm-hmm. I just feel like everything they do is just so under the radar. Right. Uh, but they added uh, Tsuga from Japan which uh, was actually the video I, I first watched of yours, which got me into you, which was actually pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> but they they had a lot of weird uh, acquisitions. They had the uh, Margot come there. Uh, they had yeah. Tommy Pham traded away. Bit uh, of a head-scratcher on that one, personally. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to go over 90, mm-hmm. but I think that's more just the rest of the division. I feel that. Yeah, I I think they'll be a little over 90 because, like, again, they always they always pull something out of their head. Like, they get more wins than they're ever expected. They have so many platoon options, and just the way that things are run in Tampa, they'll find a way to get probably, like, 94-ish. Still probably make the wild card. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're going to end up as a wild card team. Uh, a little bit of a spoiler, I think the... AL playoffs are going to be the exact same as they were last year. I think that's a fair fair guess, yeah. <laughs> but I think, uh, especially last year, down the stretch, they had injuries to their starting pitching. When mm-hmm. Morton, I believe, went down, Blake Snell was out for a long time last now. Yeah, think, yeah. I think you can't expect them to all go down at the same time, and they still manage to win almost 100 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so credit to... Uh, to Kevin Cash down there and their front office, who also they lost a significant member in Heim Bloom. Yeah, right. I forgot about that one. Uh, real quick, though, Blake Snell. Um, I think people forget just how good he was in 2018. Like, I kind of forgot that he was a Cy Young winner. And <laughs> uh, I think he'll get back to maybe not the same form. But like, um, I think we just forget how good he was and that rotation is so stacked if he's in it playing at his potential. Yeah. Uh, speaking about potential, uh, the Boston Red Sox, uh, they kind of had a very weird off season to me, uh, especially from Boston three championships in the last 15 years mm-hmm. or so. Uh, they're projected to do exactly what they did last year, 84 and 78. Their over-under is 84-and-a-half. Uh, this one's really tough to call. I think this is one of the tougher ones. Agreed. Uh, but I'm going to go a little under. I don't love their rotation uh, after Evaldi and Sale. And yeah, that's, agreed you don't there. know You don't know what you're getting out of either of those two. And then you also have uh, Verdugo trying to replace Mookie Betts. In general, it's just difficult. I like Verdugo. I think he's a couple years away from being uh, an impact guy. 
And, I mean, their bullpen's still a mess, in my opinion. And they gave away their starting catcher. Yeah. Uh, you lost David Price, uh, Mookie Betts. It's just a little weird to me. And that whole trade in general was just weird. The Bruce Dark Gratterall, the I think they just didn't project him properly. And, yeah, and that might, definitely that might agree just there. be me. Uh, but just the botchery of this trade that happened. And I just feel like Boston didn't understand what they were getting. And I think they're going to end up in like uh, 80 wins. I think that's pretty fair. I think last year, I think they had more talent than an 84-win team. Like I think they should have won more. But now that you lose the second best player in baseball, one of your best starting pitchers, I don't see them being better than they were last year. So, yeah, I'd go a little under. Might still make 500. Really don't know what their outlook is for the next couple seasons. But, you know, speaking on the Mookie Betts trade, they did end up getting some decent players, like, after they reworked it. I think it was a better return, you know, getting more players. Uh, Jeter Downs, you kind of ironic, you know, the whole Jeter thing in Boston. But uh, I think he's got a lot of potential. Uh, we'll... I don't know. We'll just have to see how things shape up because, you know, Ben Intendi is another one. He hasn't quite reached that level we thought he'd be. It's been like consistently just above average when I think like he could be, um, you know, like a top 10 MVP type, you know, five tool player. Uh, and then quickly, did you think that when J.D. Martinez opted in, do you think he understood what this team was going to go through in the offseason? Um, no, I don't, I don't think anyone really foresaw <laughs> quite what was going to happen. I didn't think Mookie was going to get traded. I thought, you know, everyone was talking like Mookie, Lindor, Bryant, one of them is going to get traded. I didn't see Mookie getting traded and it was just so sudden. Uh, I thought if they struggled, you know, during the season or they weren't look, if they were like in third place come trade deadline, yeah, I'd try to get like a huge haul. But yeah, that's, that's the Red Sox right now. Yeah, I think the season's going to be weird because I think baseball is better when you have a lot of big markets uh, still contending. And it feels like Boston taking them out of the equation and just really deflates, uh, at least May in an AL East. Mm -hmm. uh, but one team that I'm really excited about, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, 65 and 90, uh, 67 and 95, projected to go... 75 and a half wins is the over under. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm not in love with their pitching, but I think they have with Ryu uh, heading this and the guys who can eat innings. I think their offense in spurts, they could be really great with uh, mm -hmm. all these second generation guys. Uh, I'm a fan of Ant of Anthony Kay that they got in the Stroman trade. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you're running back the same offense, essentially. And I think their offense can carry them to third place in this division. Yeah. Um, you know, their offense, you know, it's another year older. Got a lot of young people. So it's kind of hard to see just how much they'll improve. Uh, hopefully <laughs> they'll improve. Um, I'm personally going to go just, just under the 75 and a half wins. I mean, going from 67 to they went under or they go over that, that's like a nine-win improvement. 
because I think it's the pitching is mainly concern. Um, I know they got um, this is the young guy Pearson. I think is coming up. Um, it could be good. I honestly I don't see Ryu repeating the same success that he had last season. Um, but hopefully the offense. I'd love to see you know Bichette, Guerrero, and Biggio make the All Star team this season. Uh, Guerrero started off slow, improved. I think hasn't quite lived up to the whole. Like he was so overhyped. Yeah. Um, I think. 35 homers out of them this season that would be ideal to see and then from there take off still so young yeah it's really crazy how how young they are yeah how fast a lot of these guys just made it to the majors out of out of the minors but i mean one of the most fun i've had as a yankees fan is just seeing this entire youth movement Mm -hmm. so just seeing it with another team just a couple years after I think that's going to be fun. I haven't hated the Blue Jays since about the uh, Bautista and Carcion type yeah. of Blue Jays. And I think this is going to be a nice thorn to have uh, 40 ALEs in general in the years to come. If they could, Especially if they can improve their pitching a little bit more in the next couple of years. Yeah, generally I think that they will be one of the top teams. If all goes right with the development of their offense, it's going to be one of the best in the majors. Um, hopefully seeing them as like a World Series contender probably three, four years down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only issue I have with their pitching right now, uh, Ryu, going from the NL West to a lot where a lot of pitcher-friendly ballparks, and then you also have Coors Field, of course. But yeah, now you have to play in Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, uh, the Trop, which is always annoying to watch. Yeah, there's definitely some concerns with him. I mean, I hope he does as well, but obviously we'll just have to wait and see on him. Um, don't Definitely don't think he's going to repeat like the Cy Young contention, but still, I think he could be the ace of that staff. Yeah. Uh, and then the basement dwellers of the AL East. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team that I really don't feel there's a direction yet Uh Baltimore Orioles, they went 54 and 108 last year. Slight increase on their uh, expected wins, 56 and a half. Uh, I'm going to have to go over on that, but not by very much. Maybe, maybe yeah. 59 to 60. I still don't think that they have much. I think you could expect a little bit more out of Chris Davis than a minus 0.6 war. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their outfield uh, is a atrocious to me uh i don't know if you've seen any how much baltimore you watched last year but there was one game that i watched they were facing the yankees in camden yards and just every fly ball it felt like a little league game where every fly ball to the outfield just dropped uh there was one throw home where i believe it was center field that he threw in and it landed like almost inside the dugout it just felt (laughs) like i was watching like little league yeah, uh, but, I think I recall what you're talking about. But, I mean, John Means, uh, he could be good. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Michael Givens with his changeup. Yeah, definitely. But uh, Trey Mancini is a nice piece. I think he's going to get traded uh, because I don't think yeah. he fits where Baltimore is going to move in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. But 
they did some interesting moves. They got uh, Jose Iglesias on this team now. Uh, I don't see them being good, but I see them yeah. winning. I see them still uh, losing 100 games, but I think they're just going to lose 100. So they'll slightly be over, but not by much. I, I think you basically said what I was going to say. They'll still lose 100. I also have them going slightly over that 56 mark. Um, you know, I, I think I agree on the the direction thing. They got a lot of younger players. Um, I think a lot of their top prospects, you know, like uh, Adley Rutschman, he's still a year or two away from being an impact in the majors. So we're not going to see any big improvements yet. Um, definitely agree. Mancini, I think, ends up getting traded either deadline this season or this coming off season. Michael Givens probably gets traded too. Um, yeah, it, they're still kind of far away. They'll, they're going to end up getting beaten up pretty bad by like Yankees Rays again. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think there's really a team in the division, at least that's just trying to lose more in Baltimore. I just feel like they're just mm-hmm. trying to stockpile some picks right now. Yeah, and, definitely. I mean, that they're just in the first stage of the rebuild, and I think they're just a year or two away from starting that second phase, and it's just ugly right now just how much they stripped from this team. Yeah. Uh, but shifting to the AL Central, one of the weirdest divisions, in my opinion, just because it feels like every team wanted didn't want to be the uh champion last year except for the twins uh and the twins who went 101 and 61 which i didn't even realize they were a 100 win team at this point mm-hmm. but 92 and a half i'm gonna take the over uh yeah. most uh this division it doesn't have a lot of uh pitching outside of and i think they're just gonna beat up on the al central again yeah uh, I like their moves, having Josh Donaldson join. Uh, their pitching staff is a lot of, uh, like, three guys yeah. in the rotation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pineda, I believe he's out half the year with the suspension. Mm. But, I mean, they have a great offense. They had the home run record last year. And, I mean, I think they're just going to win this division and they got to hope they just don't play the Yankees in the playoffs if they want to just kind of move on. Uh, it's always a shame. Like, playoffs so often, and I forget how often since, like, the year 2000. It's, like, always the Yankees, always in the ALDS. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're going to go over on this one. Maybe not 100 wins again just because, well, honestly, they might because they're going to beat up the Royals and the Tigers in that division. Um Donaldson added to an already loaded lineup and I think you said it pretty clearly with the, the rotation. It's a bunch of like, it's good pitchers. Um, not quite like the elite superstars. Um, but that offense should just carry them through to the playoffs. And at that point, it's just like you said, hope they don't face the Yankees, (laughs) but they probably will. (laughs) Yeah. It just always seems to be that, uh, it looks, I'm trying to figure out what should, uh, NL division they play, but it looks like they play the NL uh, NL West. So I mean, you got to play the Dodgers a few times. You have the uh, the Diamondbacks that improved. I think they're not. 
I think they're not going to get 100, but I think they're going to be uh, mid-90s. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, a team that I love their pitching, but I don't know if they know where they want to be right now, the Cleveland Indians, uh, 93-69. and 69. They're projected to go 85 and a half wins, which feels like a slap in the face to them, in my opinion. Yeah. Just with how much talent they have. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, this could all change with if they move Lindor during the season. Mm. Because it feels like for the past couple of years, they've been talking about wanting to cut payroll and everything, which is uh, weird. I, I'm i a big uh, Fran Mel Reyes fan that they got. In, and oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to be a lot of fun in this lineup. Uh, obviously, Jose Ramirez. Uh, Carlos Santana is still good. And they're pitching, man. They're starters. That's a lot of fun. Would you have Shane Bieber, Clevenger, Carrasco, Savali, uh, Plezak, Pluko? Yeah. I think they have a lot of good arms. And, I mean, I don't know if you're really going to feel the absence of Corey Kluber in this rotation. So I'm going to take the over on them. But, again, this could really go down south. If they go on a losing uh, have like a stretch of losing and if this ownership just decides hey we're just gonna sell off right now and just try to rebuild I mean I don't understand why you were just in the World Series like four years yeah. ago with yeah, this team but I think this team should be in the playoffs but I'm just afraid of ownership how they're gonna interpret their where they are and I'm going to take the over, but I'm not confident on it. Yeah. Um, I went back and forth when I was thinking on them. Uh, so much star power, but then behind that, not a lot of decent players, especially like the outfield is continually just a, a bunch of randoms, it feels. Um, I'll be a little bit more bold here and say they go under and that things do go south. And then Lindor ends up getting traded halfway through the season. Um, that's just me personally, because I'm a bit high on the White Sox. So I think this will be the year that they overtake them. Um, yeah, but that, that's just me. They they have the talent to be good. But if, if like some losing streak or some injury happens and things just fall apart before July, poof, ownership's going to blow it up. Yeah. Uh, then we have... Your Chicago White Sox, it sounds like. Uh, they went 72-89 and 89 last year. They're projected to go over 500, 84.5 wins. Uh, I think that's a little bit of a big jump year one. I mm. think they're going to be – I think they're going to go 500. But I think they're going to end up like an 82-82. So I'm, I'm going to go under, but I wouldn't be shocked that they end up just beating it out. And get about 85 wins. Yeah, um, I, I feel but like I, I love this offense. I mean, uh, Tim Anderson, uh, I believe he ended up being the uh, the batting title last year. Yeah. But you have uh, Jose Abreu uh, that re-signed. You have Grandal who came. Uh, Keiko, who I think with a year, a full spring training under his belt this season, is going to be a lot better. Definitely. Giolito down. If you want to make him the two, that's a nice uh, top of the rotation for them. Yeah, um, I think they'll go 
little over. I think they still miss a wild card. I have them like leapfrogging the Indians, have them around 500, and then the White Sox probably around like the 85 mark. Um, the lineup very long, very loaded. A lot of young guys. Uh, you know, we're gonna see so many rookies this year with them. And the, I think the big question with them is how will the young guys perform in the lineup? Um, adding Grandall to the as the catcher there, he's his defense is so much better than McCann's. So that should help out the pitching, which is also pretty young. Bringing the or the the veteran guys, uh, Keuchel and uh, Gio Gonzalez. I could see their rotation at least being like average, and then their offense will carry them to above 500. Um, and also, I'm pretty big on Lucas Giolito. I love his. Uh, he just has the stuff, and it's it's always nice to see when a prospect like he struggles. And then he ends up blooming like later on as he gets closer to his prime. Uh, love to see it. And hopefully, uh, Ronaldo Lopez, maybe he follows in his footsteps. Don't think he ever becomes like an ace, but he could at least be a, you know, solid like three, four guy in the rotation instead of like the fifth guy. Yeah, I think I think he has a he has space where he can get up. Uh, the next team, which I don't know. If they know what they're doing right now, uh, the Royals, 59 and 103 last year, projected to do a little better, 64 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take the under on them. It's gonna. I don't know what they're doing in Kansas City right now. Uh, they re-signed Alex Gordon, which I thought was just nice having him be the lifelong Royal guy. Right. But they got Michael Franco, which was a weird move to me. Uh, I like Mondesi and Merrifield in their lineup. Uh, their pitching is a little weird to me. Uh, with Danny yeah. Duffy heading it, I don't know how far he could go. Uh, I'm not a big Chance Adams guy. I know they picked him up as well in the offseason uh, when the Yankees dropped him. Yeah. Uh, this And their bullpen doesn't look uh, good to me. I think they're a couple years away from contending. Uh I don't know what you could expect out of uh, Salvi Perez behind the dish either. Yeah. So I'm going to go under on them. Yeah. I, I think they'll finish just under the 64 and a half. I mean, they're definitely better than the Tigers. And mm-hmm. at the very least, they're exciting. Like, their offense, they have so much speed. And I, I think, like, speed in baseball, like, that's exciting to watch. It's less of the Homer-happy strikeout guys. But, again, yeah, the pitching, definitely a bit weak for them. You got some younger guys coming up, too, from the minor leagues. Uh, Brady Singer definitely could be an impact guy, whether that be, like, next year or whenever. Yeah, I think two or three years away from really being anything worth watching. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like them getting experience, but I think that's the best they're going to do, which is get some experience this year. Yeah. Uh, and then the basement dwellers of the AL Central... Uh, the Detroit Tigers, 47 and 114 last year. They're projected to do a little better. 56 and a half wins. I'm going to go under on that as well. Yeah. Uh, I like Matthew Boyd, and hopefully he can remain healthy. Uh, but beyond him and the starting rotation, I'm not a fan of most of these guys outside of Michael Fulmer. Mm. Uh, 
I don't know what they're doing bullpen wise. Uh, but they're on the rebuild. Like they got some major league guys. They got Cameron Mabin there. They got mm-hmm. Austin Romine, who should be uh getting his first starting job in his career. Uh, Scoops there. Uh, Goodrum, Crone. I like their players, like as just players to watch. But I don't think this team in as a whole is good. Uh, Miggy is clogging the DH, but you can't get rid of him. Yeah. And I think he's got to wait for his uh, contract to expire, but, I mean, his contract is for a few more years still as I look at it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Uh, he doesn't do that much production since uh, he was competing with Trout for the MVP every year. Yeah. But I don't know. These Tigers... I don't see the uh, the lead into the tunnel right now, so I'm gonna have no. to go. I mean, I'm gonna have to go under. I think they're gonna be around what they were last year. Yeah. Um. I don't think they can get any worse, but <laughs> I don't think they'll get much better. I mean, they brought in so many guys with major league experience to at least be good stop gaps for mm-hmm. whenever um, they get the prospects to come up to the majors. Um. Yeah, there's not much to say about the Tigers. I mean, they're probably going to be the worst team in the majors this year. I hope Miggy does well, um, mm-hmm. just because, you know, he's been such a great player for so long. Don't want to end on, like, a sour note with his career yeah. in the same vein that, like, Pujols has. Um, no, we'll see with uh, Casey Mize might make his debut this season. That'll be at least exciting to see. Yeah, there's not much to say on them. Yeah. Uh, going out to the AL West, we have one of the more quieter teams this offseason. Haven't heard much out of them this offseason with the Astros. Mm. 107-55. and 55. Uh, They're taking a major step back, according to uh, this over-under, 94.5. Uh, I think they're going to still be good. I think they're going to go over that. Yeah. But I don't know by how much. Uh they lost their best player, uh, who I thought should have been the Cy Young in the AL, mm-hmm. in Garrett Cole. Uh, but they still have their offense. They have... Uh, I like Alvarez. I like... Uh, I hate to say I still like Altuve, but... <laughs> uh, but that. he's still there. Their offense is still intact. Uh, I think Lance McCullers coming back is going to be a nice piece for them. Mm. Coming off of uh, Tommy John. Uh, your kitty, I believe that's how it's pronounced. But I remember watching him and yeah. thinking he was going to be a nice uh, middle rotation. But you have two aging starting pitchers in Verlander and Granke making a lot of money. So I don't know. You can't expect too much of a decrease for them. But if they go down... A little bit. I don't know how much it could really, uh, how much this offense could cover up for them. Yeah, I, I think they'll still, they're still the team to be in that division. They'll, mm-hmm. I'll still have them over that. Um, yeah, Verlander and Grinky like continue to perform well late into their careers. Don't know how long you can expect them to keep that up. Um, nice to see another like like a full season out of Jordan Alvarez. Uh, Definitely a legit power threat. Um, seeing 
hopefully Kyle Tucker maybe gets some playing time finally. We've been hearing about him for years. Um, yeah, it, I know after the whole cheating thing, you know, calls into question some of their performances. But, you know, Bregman's still going to be one of the top players. Um, Springer, hopefully Correa can still perform well. I mean, that core's not going anywhere right now. They'll still maybe get close to 100 wins. Um, yeah, still probably the team to beat. Maybe maybe the team to beat in the American League still. I mean, obviously reigning American League champions. Everyone's going to be gunning for them, quite literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, they have uh, the beanball count on them as they oh, were yeah. under two. With, I believe it was, when I heard it, it was like 83 and a half. <laughs> and I saw something in like the first three spring training games, they've been hit six times. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know how much footage of those yeah, hit by pitches, I, but yeah, I don't know how many of those were intentional or not, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of them. Again, I still think they also are the best team in the AL West. So yeah. I, don't, I think they're going to end up being uh, over that. Uh, another team that uh, was involved with them, the Oakland Athletics with Mike Fires out there. Uh, mm. 97 and 65 last year. Expected a little uh, decline. 89 and a half. Uh, I think they're going to be a 90 win team. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go right over. Uh, I mean, Matt Olsen and Matt Chapman together. I like that a lot. Uh, Chris Davis, if he can hit his 247. I, yeah. Uh, Simeon defensively I like uh, Piscotti I'm a big fan of his mm-hmm. and then if you can get Minaya to pitch a full season healthy I think that's going to be a plus uh, they lost their closer to the Dodgers uh, Trinian so their bullpen you got to move everybody up a little bit but I still like their bullpen the back end uh-huh. at least I think they're going to go 90 wins uh but this division's a lot tougher than it was a year ago. Yeah, so definitely. I don't know how much they can improve on what they did last year. But, I mean, this team did make the wild card last year. Mm. Yeah, though, I also have them going over that. Um, probably 90 or, like, 92 at most. Uh, you know, the offense, and well, defensively, too, with Olsen and Chapman, they're great. Uh, Simeon, too. Um, and, and center field Loriano, you know, they, uh, I think a thing with them is like, they got some younger pitchers in the starting rotation. So seeing like how long they let those guys go and you don't know quite how much to expect, like inning wise. Um, yeah, I think they're still, I think they're still ahead of the, the angels who for all their moves, still more question marks there. You know that the athletics they always seem to stay competitive even if they don't have the biggest name players. So you know Chapman and Olsen, I think they're finally getting the recognition they deserve. Yeah. Uh speaking of the Angels, seventy two and ninety last year, they're expected to go over five hundred, eighty five and a half. I think they're gonna go under that. I think they're gonna end up over five hundred though. Mm-hmm. But just a thirteen game jump doesn't feel right to them. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have a healthy Otani, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
later on in the season, but you finally got some pieces around Mike Trout, and that's what a lot of people have been asking for. Uh, if you could get Albert Pujols uh, to produce a little more, I think that would help a lot. But they have a lot of nice pieces there. They got Rendon at third now. They have Simmons at shortstop. They have Trout, uh, Joe Adele coming from their farm system. Uh, Stella, I like. Uh, their pitching is a big question mark still to me. Yep. And I didn't like the Dylan Bundy trade where they gave away four prospects for Dylan Bundy. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they're going to do good, but uh, I don't think they're a playoff team this year. Or I don't. I think they're gonna be like how the Phillies were last year. I think they're gonna end up maybe 81 and 81. I think that's fair. I mean, the obviously the offense is you know even better now. Like Rendon is gonna be finally like a superstar piece next to Trout. And if Otani, he, I don't know how much we can expect pitching wise out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hoping that they would end up getting that uh Ross Stripling trade because I felt like he would have been yeah. a beneficial piece. So the rotation, it's better. Um, I mean, they got Bun- Bundy's probably one of their better pitchers now, and you got a uh, Julio Tehran in there too. It's just it's not enough. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. Um, if they get pieces added to that, you know, next season, off season, I don't know. They can sign like another free agent. How much money they have left in their budget? Um, but yeah, probably around 500. Definite improvements but they don't have enough pitching depth. No. Uh, a team that had a lot of interest going into uh, 2020's offseason, at least, with the new ballpark coming out of Texas, the Rangers, uh, 78 and 84. They're projected to do pretty much the same at 79 and a half. Uh, I think they're going to do a little worse. You have the Angels that improved. I think the Ashes are going to do a little better than they're projected. Uh, I think they're going to... I'd have to take the under on this. Uh, They didn't do much besides that Corey Kluber deal. And right now, Kluber's a big question mark to me. Uh, I'm hoping he gets back to uh, a little bit of where he was. I don't expect him to be a Cy Young winner. But uh, I don't know what to really expect out of this uh, (laughs) this Rangers team here. Todd Frazier's there, which I, I'm a big fan of Todd Frazier. Don't know if you noticed, but he was in the Little League World Series, and he stood next to Derek Jeter, if you ever watched the <laughs> ESPN broadcast. Oh, they yeah, every that time. Every time. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you got an aging uh, Shinsu Chu there. Uh, Odor, who I really didn't even know he was still on this roster, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of... Uh, players that just feel like they're not great here. Yeah. Uh, but they have a decent starting pitch, a top three in Mike Minor, Lance Lynn, and Corey Kluber. But yeah. I think they're going to go under uh, the 79.5. Yeah, I also probably a little under that. Um, they're a tough one to read because I think if you had to organize all the teams in terms of like competitiveness, they're the last team that you would say, yeah, they're trying to compete, but they're probably the worst out of any team that's trying to compete, which is the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, overall, like, they have some decent players, but I think everyone's just, like, a little underwhelming compared to the rest of their division. 
Um, I just don't see them getting 500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just their roster doesn't seem like a 500 roster. It just doesn't pop out to you like the Angels yeah. or Athletics do. I just think they, they don't have a name that you could feel like, all right, we could build around this guy a little bit. And yeah, it I agree like, with that. It feels like the rest of the division at least has one guy that you could claim, hey, we could build around this. Yeah. Uh, the Mariners are expected to be the last in the division. 67 and a half wins they have them at. They beat that last year barely at 68 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to go a little over. I think they're going to end up like a 70-win team. Uh, I like their youth movement that's coming up through their system. Uh, Vogelback as their DH I like mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, Malik Smith, I'm a and D Gordon. I think if you could get a, some production out of D Gordon, that'd be fun. Uh, but Kyle Seager's there. Uh, they're pitching with Marco Gonzalez and Kikuchi. Uh, this team's building, and I think unlike some of the other teams that are rebuilding, they have they're in the second step where okay, we got some young pieces. Let's try to get them experience and try to get some major league players around them to help them advance in their career yeah um this is definitely that season where everyone's making their debut which is cool to see um and they're not like holding them back in the minors right now which is also good um they're another tough one to call for me um i have them just going slightly under the 67 and a half but you know, I guess that's really contingent on how well the young guys do. Um, we really don't know what to expect over a full season with so many new faces. But uh, definitely, I'd be more optimistic with the Mariners now that they have like a plan in place than instead of trying to compete when they really didn't have the talent to begin with. So, yeah, I'd say in like three years' time, they might be um, like wild card. Uh, contenders yeah so it sounds well i at least have the al east i mean the al playoffs being the same do you see that as well or do you think um, um there's another team that could out tampa or oakland as a wild card or maybe a division i don't know how really no feeling. i think it's probably going to be the same definitely the yankees twins and astros as the division winners um the rays will definitely be a wild card spot and I think, yeah, the A's are still better than the White Sox or Angels could be. They'd be the two that I'd say is, like, the the next level, as well as the Indians. I mean, I'm not as high on them as the White Sox, personally, but probably going to see the same five teams. You know what I'm really afraid of in this AL playoffs? That we're going to get a wild card game in the trap, and then something's going to hit a catwalk, a speaker, oh, man. and just in a one-game winner-go-home. That's yeah. what we're going to be showcasing in baseball. Yeah, that that would not be ideal. I mean, I've been to the Trop before, and I, I got to say, like, that was my least favorite stadium experience, like, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside of uh, the New York stadiums, I've been to Camden Yard, which is one of the most beautiful stadiums I've ever seen. Agreed. And the, and the Trop. So yeah. <laughs> just seeing the giant drop off there was not good. Now, they didn't even have cup holders. It was like, what the heck? <laughs> No, it was funny, though. Uh, just a quick tangent. Uh, 
my girlfriend got me tickets to a Yankees Rays game down here last, mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago. And she bought like 300 level seeds and was like, oh, okay, it's like $10 or whatever. Uh, we walk, I'm like, no, we're not sitting here. So we walk around and we go, and this stadium is so empty that we, I literally sat, uh, like, by the, where they would put the tarp on, like, an outdoor stadium, like, Mm -hmm. down the line in the front row and never got my ticket checked and nobody ever came and we just sat there for the whole game. Nice. (laughs) Uh, but the NL side, uh, this NL East is just so, uh, congested. Right. Right now in the top, especially the top. I mean, it's basically the whole division outside of the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's start with the Atlanta Braves. They went 97 and 65 last year, and they're projected to go 90 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that. I think they're going to do worse than they did last year. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to do better than 90 wins. Uh, I like their rotation still. Uh, I think taking out Josh Johnson out of this lineup is a little bit of a hit, but you also added Marcelo Zunia. Yeah. So it's going to be tough to see what they do. They added Will Smith in their bullpen. Uh, I like this team, and I think they're a playoff team. I don't know necessarily if they're going to win the division mm-hmm. with uh, – with how well this division is expected to be. But I'm expecting this youth... Well, I don't even know if you could say youth movement anymore with Swanson, Albies, Acuna. Yeah. I'm expecting them to be a solid team, though, and still win 90-plus games. Yeah, uh, I also have them over, probably not the 97, because Donaldson, like, he was one of their... we didn't talk about him as much as the the young stars, but I mean he was so good for them last season. Azuna is a pretty, it's probably as good as a replacement, like in terms of spot in the lineup as you can get. Um, and I I think a lot. Uh, Soroka was so good at pitching last season. I don't know if he necessarily reaches the same level of dominance. I don't know if that's fair to expect out of a guy who was a rookie last season, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I think there's still the. I know the Nationals may have won the World Series, but I think the Braves might still be a bit better. Yeah. So probably my favorite to win the division still. Yeah, and then as you said, the World Series champions from a year ago, the Washington Nationals, 93 and 69 last year, 89 and a half they're expecting. I'm taking the under on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost to Rendon, which was a huge hit. And then they got hit with that uh, championship tax, essentially, where Strasburg was a free agent and he was your MVP. Mm-hmm. And you had to really overpay for him, in my opinion. Uh, Scherzer, I think he's going to take a little bit of a step back with just his age and how much how much mileage you got out of his arm in so far right. in his career. Uh, their bullpen, I think they improved it a little bit with... Uh, Having now you have Hudson, Harris, and Doolittle there, but I mean, I don't know how much you could expect. They have a lot of uh, like feels like just replacement level players. With you have like uh, Howie Kendrick still there, uh, Thames is now first base, but that outfield is still a lot of fun, and 
I don't know. I think maybe this is like an AL team. If they had a DH, this team could be better. But I just don't. I'm not buying into the Nationals hype. And they also could have that uh championship uh going into the next year. Had that hangover. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. I have them going a little bit under as well. Um, that's no disrespect to them, mm-hmm. but I mean, losing Rendon, you know, that's such a big hit there. I mean, he was so good last season. Um, I don't know who's going to step up to replace that. Maybe Trey Turner improves some more. Um, you know, Howie Kendrick was good last season. Um, don't know how good, I mean, he's what, like 37 now. Um, you know, the bullpen last year was, I think had one of the highest ERAs in the the majors, but it still didn't matter because their rotation was so good. Yeah. And I just, I honestly, it's probably the the loss of Rendon to me is like the biggest thing. You lose like an MVP candidate, and as good as like Soto is and and Turner, you know, I just don't see them. I think they just miss out on a wild card spot this season. Yeah, that's what I feel too. Uh, another team I'm not high on as much as it seems, and it might be unfair, but the New York Mets, 86 mm. and 76. Uh. I have them at, but I have them at 86 and a half. I have them under. Uh, and I, I'm a big Strowman fan, but uh, I don't love this team as much as uh, it seems Vegas does. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't expect Pete Alonso to have the same exact breakout season that he had as a rookie. Mm. Uh, but. And I mean, I hate to say it this way, but I think the Mets are going to mess this up. Uh, and I think it's a little unfair. I didn't touch on this with the Astros, but they had their ownership crisis that happened this year with right. uh, with the team not selling their team as they're saying they were. Uh, they had replaced their manager before he even took uh, before he even gone to the dugout. It's just. The Mets are going to match this up a little bit, in my opinion. Uh, but I do like their bullpen now. I think Edwin Diaz is going to bounce back a little bit. Matanz uh, mm-hmm. is there. I think he's going to be a good piece, if healthy, because I'm not 100% sure how he is. And then also you have the Cespedes factor. You don't know. You never know exactly how Cespedes is going to do. You never know if he's ever going to fall off his horse and miss the year. Uh, but... <laughs> All in all, I just think this team is just going to miss entirely. I think they're the fourth team in this division. Yeah, I I definitely uh, see that. <clears throat> the The thing is, so I know I told you before, I'm like, I'm a Phillies fan, and mm-hmm. it kind of pains me to say this and trying to be as unbiased. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the Mets as over, because of... Uh, what I'm researching right now for my next video is like why the projections love the Mets so much. And a lot of it is like the bullpen is going to bounce back. Um, so uh, from that angle, I'll say like, yeah, the Cindergard was also probably one who's better than the stats showed last year. Um, I agree. Alonzo probably not going to reach 50 homers. Like that's can't really expect that, but I think he still is like a premier, like 40, 45 Homer guy. Um, Brandon Nimmo coming back could if he reaches the same level as he did in 2018, you know, that's another reason to be excited. Um, and then J.D. Davis is another guy who's actually really 
uh, hits the ball hard, pretty good hitter, sucks at fielding. Um, I have them hesitantly over as a wild card team, trying to be unbiased, but they are the Mets. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's all right. I'll be I'll be very biased for you. The Phillies, I think, uh, they're gonna be over the eighty five and a half. I think they're gonna hammer that over. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're gonna be a wild card team, if not win this division. Uh, Appreciate that. Yankees, uh, Yankees South technically. I guess from where they're located, but uh, this team, I like it a lot. Uh, they added Zach Wheeler to the rotation uh, with Nola, Arietta, Eflin. Uh, their bullpen still is a little bit of a shakiness to mm-hmm. me, but I like what they did. They added Didi. Uh, they have Bryce Harper still, McCutcheon, uh, Segura still there, Real Muto. I think this team is very talented. And I think uh, adding Joe Girardi as your manager there, mm-hmm. where he's really respected around baseball, uh, Didi has said that he loved Joe Girardi. Uh, I've even forgot you had Jay Bruce as yeah, looking yeah. at their roster. Uh, but, I mean, you guys just have a lot of talent. And I don't know. I, I wasn't a big fan of your last manager. I, I agree. Yeah. But I think they're gonna. I think they have a chance to win 90 games. No, um, yeah, like the the Phillies fan in me is like, yeah, yeah, I can flip flop them in the Mets. Like the Phillies end up taking the wild card, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't want to get my hopes up, so I obviously went with the under with them, uh, just so I don't get disappointed. You know, I think Harper, he was he was pretty good. I think the the thing is. Uh, as for all the hate he gets, I think he does need to be more of the, the MVP type player uh, mm-hmm. if the Phillies really want to you know, be a playoff team. Uh, I really like the addition of Wheeler. I um, think he could get even better than he has been. But the thing is, like, will he do it over the full season? Yeah. You know, cause he's been a bit inconsistent. Um, having McCutcheon back is, is probably the big thing. His impact, like, the Phillies were doing so well when he was in the lineup as the leadoff hitter, and then after that, kind of fell off. Um, I don't know. It, a lot of things need to go right for them to be that 90-win team, and uh, I'll just be, you know, the pessimist and say it won't happen, but I hope it does. <laughs> uh, well, you don't have to worry, because even if you chose the under, they're not going to be in last place, because that's uh-huh. going to be occupied by the Miami Marlins. Uh, 57-105 and 105 last year. They're up almost 10 games at 64 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go under on that. I think they're going to improve from last year, but uh-huh. I don't see them improving that much. I still think their best player is Derek Jeter in that organization. Uh, but... I like some of their moves they did with uh, Aguilar coming there, VR. Uh, they have Corey Dickerson, Matt Joyce. Uh, their pitching, I don't like Hill Smith as their one. I really think Alcantara is better than him, but that might just be a personal thing. Mm. Uh, but all in all, I like this team. I think there's a lot of uh, guys that could be um bottom of bottom of the order players but i don't think this team has much talent especially on the pitching side i think that's where they're str- 
struggling a little more than they are offensively, but at least if they do a little bit of what they did last year, they're going to be at least fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also went under, I think if they avoid losing a hundred games this season, that'll be their, that should be like their goal. Um, it'll be close. Um, adding in these new, uh, veterans similar to what the the tigers did adding in like i guess stop gap guys as you could call them as you know they're they're minor leaguers they're still probably a year away or two um yeah they don't have much ex- expectations um i don't know how, how much longer you give lewis brinson a chance i was really high on him i was hoping he would be that one uh shining light out of all those trades when they blew up the outfield but it really, really hasn't happened with him. Um, so we'll, we'll see if they, how this all goes. I'm a bit higher on them than than the Tigers personally, like in terms of the plan. Um, yeah, they they might probably still the worst team in the National League. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say they won't be. Mm-hmm. From where they are, I think maybe the Pirates might beat them at that this year. Uh, yeah, maybe. But moving to the NL Central, we have the Cardinals who won it last year, uh, 91 and 71. They're projected to be a little worse at 87 and a half. And I agree. I don't. I think they're going to be an 89 win team, uh-huh. something like that. Uh, they didn't really do much this off season, where a lot of the talk was uh, was the Cubs not doing anything. I mean, look at their their uh, depth chart, I don't see um, much moves they did. Yeah. Uh, I still like them, though. I mean, they have a lot of talent, especially in their infield. Uh, and they're starting, obviously, uh, Flaherty's there, uh, Hudson, Wainwright, Nicholas. Um, I think they're going to be a solid team. Uh, and this NL Central is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, this is probably the toughest division to call. Um, at least with the the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm personally not that high on the Brewers. That's just me. So mm-hmm. I have the Cardinals going just under this. Um, I'll, I mean, skipping ahead a little bit because me, it's Reds, Cubs, Cardinals is what I think. But it's all going to be within like four games of each other. Uh, you know, the the pitching is going to be good. I mean, Flaherty is definitely the the ace here. One of the top, uh, I don't know if I'd go top five in the National League, but he might be. Um, you know, the the thing is, like, while they have some good defenders in the infield, it's just a matter of, like, how much the offense will produce. Um, Tyler O'Neill, I hope he does well this season. Uh, should get a lot of playing time now that Azuna is out of there. Um, a lot faster, apparently. I was looking at, like, some stat cast stuff. He's pretty fast for his size and could be, like, a real power speed person. Um, really, I, I I just don't see them uh, being better than the Cubs or Reds, personally. Yeah, me either. Uh, the Cubs last year, uh, 84 and 78, they, they're projected to do basically the same at 85 and a half. I'm going to take the under on them. Uh, I think, again, with the Reds, uh, emergence this offseason essentially and basically since the trade deadline last year just how good they're getting I think 
that takes a couple wins away from Chicago. And basically, this team did nothing this offseason. Yeah. The biggest thing that happened to them was that they got a year extra of Chris Bryant. And I don't think that is – I don't know if he's going to stay there throughout this whole season, let alone yeah. then. Uh, I'm not really in love with their rotation. I think they have a lot of older guys. And they had to start developing some younger guys a little bit. Uh, Kipnis, who I really like, Fangraphs is projecting him to be uh, not their starting second baseman. So, all in all, I just think this team, they hit their championship window. They got Uh their championship. And I just think right now, uh, as bad as it is to say, they, they can obviously coast a little bit on this for the next few years and you can't really be mad as if you're a Chicago fan because you got your championship. Yeah. <laughs> um for me, I had them going like one win over this. I see them in like 86 or so and either getting like the second wild card or just missing um between like them and the the Nationals. The more I think about it, I think the Nationals might actually end up making the uh the postseason again. Um thing with the Cubs, I put them in maybe in the same boat as the Indians, because if things go wrong here, you know, there's going to be some trades happening. Um, the big one, of course, being Bryant. Uh, I don't see him staying there long term. That That's me personally. Um, I don't know where exactly he would go. But uh, no, I, I think they have the more talent on offense than than the uh, 84 wins last season. Um, Really, like, this core hasn't changed much at all in the past, like, three years. It's the same players, and it's just fluctuated um, between, like, you know, decent seasons. They're not World Series contenders anymore, but they're still, they're, they're, they're coasting in there, like, like you said. They're still competitive, but things could start falling apart. Yeah. Uh, the Reds, who are... Uh, the biggest darlings in this offseason, essentially, oh, yeah. it feels like. Uh, 83.5 is their uh, over-under. I'm going to take the over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had 75 wins last year. But, I mean, you look at this uh, this lineup and then what their starters, I don't see a weakness, essentially. You have a full year of Aquino, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Akiyama coming from Japan. You added... Uh, Castellanos uh, you got the experiment with Moustakis playing second base after paying him uh, and then your starting pitchers you have your top three Bauer, Castillo, Gray mm-hmm. and once Sonny got out of New York it looks like he's back to being the Sonny Gray of Oakland yeah uh, I really like this team uh, like you said I think they're going to be big spot in this NL Central and I think they're going to end up winning it to be honest yeah uh, so obviously I'm going to take the over on that yeah same I'm, I'm pretty high on them um, so over I don't even know if anyone in this division gets to 90 wins uh, I think they all just like kind of get around like upper 80s at best like maybe like 88 wins will win the division um, I'm big on the offensive additions uh, the pitching is you know it was great last year should be good again this year. At least that'll be the hope if they want to win the division. Um, 
Castellanos, I'm really excited to see what he can do in like a smaller park. You know, after Comerica, you know, he he's known for the doubles, but I'm interested to see like he hasn't hit 30 home runs in a season. He might be able to do that now in Cincinnati and uh, still probably get like 40 plus doubles. Moustakis, another 30 homer guy. Aquino might over the full season. It, I'm not sure who's going to end up playing in that outfield and what they do with Nick Senzel moving forward because fast, you know, he could be a good fielder. Um, I'm just not sure who the odd man out is going to be right now among their outfielders. But uh, no, I'm definitely pretty high on them, division champs. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like we're both buying into their hype. Yeah. Uh, a team that I don't understand how they're projected to be the same as these Reds, according to Vegas, is the Brewers. They're also yeah. at 83 and a half. Uh, I mean, the big one of the big what ifs you could go with this is what if Grisham didn't miss that ball? In yeah. uh, in the wild card game, but that essentially got him out of town mm. as he's not there anymore. Uh, but they added Brock Holt, uh, Justin Smokes there. Uh, there were rumors circulating. I don't know if it was just fans on Yankees. I don't know if it was anything real about Hater possibly being traded. Uh, but I'm not in love with their pitching. Uh, I think they have a decent offense. Uh, yeah. Brian Braun, uh, I think he's towards the end, but you still have Yelich. Uh, if he's healthy, you have Lorenzo Cain, who could still provide. Uh, I mean, really, there's not much to love in Milwaukee. I don't know where Vegas is finding uh, 83 and a half to be the number. Yeah. Um, I have them pro- yeah, also under... Maybe 500. I'm really not that big on them. They made a bunch of moves, mm-hmm. not a lot of big ones. Yeah. Um, not sure you could expect like any big moves from Milwaukee. I don't know what their uh, monetary situation's looking like. But uh, you know, if Yelich, even if he's still like an MVP front runner, um, that's kind of what they'd have to lean on if they want to compete for the wild card still. Um. Yeah, the pitching, it's, there's no real, like, front line. I mean, Brandon Woodruff is, I think he'd be, like, a three in most rotations, and he's your ace. Um, I think if if things go, if they're not, um, I'll put it this way, if they're, like, in fourth place and, like, not looking like they'll make the playoffs come trade deadline, then Hayter's going to go for a big price. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the bottom of the NL Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, projected to do exactly the same as they did last year. 69 yeah. wins. They're projected 69.5. I'm going to take the under. I think they're going to move on from Chris Archer this year. Mm-hmm. At the deadline, uh, again, I'm not in love with a lot of their players. Uh, I like Musgrove. Uh, their bullpen obviously needs uh, to improve a little bit. But they have some nice pieces. Uh, I like Colin Moran, uh, Jared Dyson, uh, Frazier that's there, Josh Bell. But uh, it doesn't feel like they're in a spot that they can really move on. I think they're just in the spot where they have to build and get assets from other teams and just trade away some of their big-name players. 
Yeah, they're they're in a tough spot because like I don't foresee them, you know, getting better anytime soon. I think they gotta tear some things down in order to rebuild. So also going under on them. Um, I'm not sure like who they get rid of this season and the coming off season. I really don't know what their their plan is, especially with all the other teams in their division um, being you know, contenders, so to speak, you know, things, uh, I mean, those other four teams could end up like beating up on them. Cause I feel like the pirates have kind of like overperformed at times in the last few seasons, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're still, they're still definitely the, the cellar dwellers here. Yeah. I mean, I just think it all started once that Chris Archer trade happened and it, oh, felt, yeah. like they, it felt like they could uh, get something out of them. And just what they ended up giving away. Yeah, it, Glass it hurts. And Meadows. <laughs> I think it just hurts, and it really hurt their uh, their development. For real. Uh, and then the NL West, uh, which really just feels like the same as it's been the past few years, with the mm. Dodgers just being so much better than everybody else, and then the yeah. rest of the division just trying to figure out who's going to compete for second place. Uh, but... They have the Dodgers at 101 and a half. Uh, they, were, they had 106 wins last year. And I know we said you can't really predict. I said that with the Yankees, you can't really expect the team to win 100 plus games. Yeah. But this Dodgers team, man, I mean, MLB.com just ran an article saying this could be the deepest roster in history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a big piece is you were able to keep Jock Peterson on this lineup as well, I think. Uh, you also have A.J. Pollock as your fourth outfielder, which is uh, crazy to me. Uh, you look, and really there's not that... You can't really find much weakness in this team at all. Um, maybe you can argue uh, Gavin Lux hmm. a second, but I mean, if you're worried about your second baseman out of your entire roster, you're in a really good spot. I think they're going to go and win another 105 games. Yeah. Um, definitely going over with them. Um, honestly, I, I could foresee them winning like 110, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just that loaded. Yeah. Um, both sides of the ball. Um, it'd be interesting to see like, you know, Long term, is Betts going to stick around there? Like, will they? I feel like they'll have to maybe shift some pieces around, you know, the coming off season. Um, but really, it's World Series or bust again for them. Um, if it doesn't work out, I don't even know what to say at this point. They, they've done just about everything they can do. Um, yeah, it feels like this is like the team that could do it because they got added in the NLDS last year. Yeah. Uh, and it just felt like such a major disappointment. And just now, I mean, you added one of the top players in baseball to your already stacked lineup. You added David Price yeah. to replace uh, Ryu, essentially. Uh, I think this is a really good, a really good team, and it's hard to find a flaw in this team right now. Definitely. Uh, and then another team that uh, made some nice moves but was under the radar a little bit, are uh, the Diamondbacks. They went 85-77 and 77 last year. They are at 
83 and a half. I, I'm going to take the over, not by much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, all in all, you get a top-of-the-rotation guy in Bumgarner, even with his age. Uh, I like Zach Gallon out of their uh, that's going to be towards the bottom of the rotation, but they got Stalin Marte from mm-hmm. uh, trade. And I think this team is going to be the second place team in this division. Yeah. Uh, you got Cole Calhoun, who I forgot he even was there now. Uh, yeah. But I like, I like Nick Ahmed and he's, or Ahmed, however it's pronounced, but I like their infield especially. And I think this team uh, could really over, uh, could perform, and with the NL, uh, the other two divisions really being so competitive, I think there's a scenario where the Diamondbacks could sneak in, and just because their division is just so uh, so below the other two, that they yeah. could sneak in and uh, essentially be a wild card team in some scenarios. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I think they're definitely the second best team uh in that division definitely i'm putting them over as well uh same thing like they could end up as the wild card team and uh you know the zach Greinke trade last off se- or last season uh i thought they got a really good haul for that um you know in a way like they kind of rebuilt their team without tearing it down which is really cool to see it's not like one extreme or the other you know, like they're still very competitive i like a lot of their moves that they made um, I think in one thing, uh, is if Cattell Marte is still going to be like that MVP type player, I don't know if that'll happen. Um, still very good player, but you know, he was just that good last season. I don't know if you can expect that, um, or who else is going to be, you know, with him as the, the star of the team. We got a lot of good players, but. You know, they don't have the same, like, level of star power, I guess, as some of the other wildcard contenders. So it'll be close. Um, yeah. Definitely, I definitely like what they've done. Uh, yeah, another team I liked what they've done is the Padres. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they're 72, uh, 70 and 92, which felt like a real disappointment. Yeah. Uh, 82 and a half, they're projected. I think they're going to go over... I don't know by how much, but I like this team. Uh, I like uh, Luchesi. Uh, uh, I talked to Jeremy uh, MLB Random Stats on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, he talked about Chris Paddock at the beginning of last year and essentially was the reason I lost my fantasy league because my friend heard it and took him. Uh, but they had that. They added Tommy Pham. This mm. offseason, uh, they had a Grisham, who I think is going to have a nice uh, redemption story, essentially. Mm. Uh, Tatis, if he could stay healthy for the year. Obviously, you have Machado. Uh, if they can manage a way to move on from Will Myers' contract, I think that would be a huge plus for them. But I don't know really who's out there wanting a Will Myers right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, I mean, they added Drew Pomerantz to their bullpen. Uh, they have Kirby Yates still. I think this team could sneakily uh, compete with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um, personally, like before I saw like the over/under things, I was like writing down like what I thought 
every team is going to finish with. I have them at 82 wins, so their over-under is 82 and a half, so I have them just under, but uh, I think that's a pretty fair, like, a 12-win improvement upon last season. It's still quite a bit. I like what they did with the outfield, because I felt like they had so many options, but no one that they were, like, committed to, but by trading Margot and Renfro, bringing in Pham, and then they have Grisham, uh, things are much more, like, they have a plan with the outfield now. Um, yeah, Tatis, year two, hope it goes well. And then Machado, you know, I think if the Padres want to be that the second best team in that division, it'll come down to, uh, you know, if Machado can, you know, take that step up and be the the big contract guy that they were hoping that he would be when they signed him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then a team that I really don't know what, they are right now the Rockies yep. uh 71 and 91 last year 74 and a half they're projected I think they're gonna go under uh I don't love their pitching I mean it's kind of hard to say you could love a Rockies start uh pitching staff with Coors Field as yeah. a factor um Arenado with how he's felt the past uh well during this offseason essentially saying he wanted to be traded and then mm-hmm. I think PR essentially he essentially walked it back a little bit. Yeah. But you have Trevor Story, you have Blackman still there. Uh you have Dahl, who I think was a nice piece last year. Essentially, I mean this team didn't really do anything this offseason as well. Mm. With just essentially staying put in a division where you have the Dodgers, you have the Diamondbacks who improved. You had the Padres who improved. I mean, it just feels like you're lucky the Giants are there. Otherwise, I think this could be the most disappointing team in the National League. I feel that. Um, I also have them going under. Um, yeah, it, it's tough with the Rockies. Is they have such good, like, you know, Arenado and Story are such good star mm-hmm. players. But even with them last season... And even David Dolly made the all-star team, um, maybe not like the most all-star worthy player personally, but uh, even then, you know, a 71 and 91 team, uh, I don't really know what direction they go to from here. Uh, if Aaron Otter ends up getting traded, um, seems pretty likely, maybe not in the season, but you know, something's got to get resolved there. He He's either got to personally commit or the team has to move on. Um and, you know, just they made so many in the previous offseason threw so much money at relief pitching. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, they just haven't been that competitive team. So it's a shame because, you know, I, I'd like to see the Rockies be, you know, that offensive powerhouse. But it's just been a bit disappointing. Yeah. And then we finally reached the last team in baseball. Yes. San Francisco Giants, 77 and 85 last year. Uh, felt like a little bit of magic at sometimes with uh, with the going out of Bochi, who said uh, said he wasn't retiring now. And then you also had uh, Bumgarner, who they held on to. You have just a lot of pieces that they held on to from their championship runs as like mm. a farewell ceremony, uh, farewell tour a little bit. But 68 and a half is the over under. I'm gonna go under. Uh, I do like this team, but I just think they're a few years away from being a contender. Uh, you can't have a 
pitching staff headed by Samarja and Cueto. I think you're going to be that good, especially in 2020. Uh, I like Longoria there, even though he hasn't been producing as much. Uh, but Brandon Belt's there. Uh, Yastrzemski, who was a nice story throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added Hunter Pence back, which is cool. Uh, Buster Posey's obviously there. I think there's a lot of individual talent, but I don't think as a team they're going to compete. It might be just their pitching. That just holds them back, but I don't think this team's going to score enough to keep up with their pitching. Yeah, I have them under as well. So many people over the age of, of 30, like honestly at this point, so many like 33 plus year old players in that team. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's just getting older. Uh, Brandon Crawford's no longer like quietly one of the better shortstops. I mean, he's definitely fallen off. Mm-hmm. Uh Posey, sadly, is not quite the, the elite catcher that he was. Don't really know what he'll be going forward. I like Yastrzemski, though. I mean, that was definitely a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, bring in Hunter Pence back. And then Pablo Sandoval, I believe, was on a... Yeah, I think he's a minor league deal. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. You have the players from your World Series teams, and everyone's like, yay, that's cool. But the talent is no longer there with a lot of those players. So I don't know what they do if they try to move those contracts. Is I They got to get younger. Yeah. Uh, and then, so just to close it out, who do you have as uh, making the playoffs out of these NL teams? Um, so for me, it's going to go Braves, Reds, and Dodgers as the division winners. And then I'm going to put Mets and Nationals as the two wildcard teams. They're really like uh, Phillies could give it, um, the Cubs, and then maybe I guess the, the Cardinals there too, and maybe the Diamondbacks. There, there's It's a lot more competitive than the American League for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh... Ready for some hot takes. I have the Braves and the Phillies going to 163. Oh. But the the Braves are going to – I can't just take the Braves down. So the Braves, the Reds, and the Dodgers. Uh, and then we have the Phillies and the Cardinals, I guess, out of the NL. And then uh, who do you have in the World Series and winning the World Series? Who do you think are going to be those two teams? Um, I'll, I'll go with the, the Dodgers and the, the twins, Ooh. uh, hesitantly saying the twins is I, I mean, that's like a personal thing. I want to see the twins succeed in the playoffs for once. Um, but I think this will be the Dodgers year. They like, they should, they should win the world series if they don't like, I don't know what will win the world series for them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go very chalk on this. I'm going to go Yankees-Dodgers, Yankees winning. Okay. But that, that's a little bit fandom, a little bit expectations. No, it's realistic. Uh, and then just reading this on Twitter, Edwin uh, Diaz said he felt a little anxious on the mound today. So that's a little bit of a Metsy type of answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, just want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, if somehow you haven't heard 
of him. Out of here, baseball on YouTube uh, and on Twitter. Great videos. Uh, I love learning. Uh, I was actually researching uh, Tsugo, and that's how I clicked on you. And I was like, wow, I actually really like this guy. And then also we had MLB on uh, social media reaching, uh, hitting you up and saying, hey, let's uh, let's support him a little bit, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it's grown a lot in the past. Like, um, my video on the Reds really kind of took off, at least by my standards. So, uh, gone from like 400 subscribers at the start of February, and now I'm like 2,000 and 300 something. So, <laughs> it's cool making the money now off of it. Yeah. <laughs> so those, I was glad I got you right before MLB hit you up. So yeah. I got you right before you were, you could go uh, a little bit Hollywood on me. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but again, again, thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, no problem. Can't wait to keep in contact and uh, talk some baseball. Hopefully the Phillies keep on uh, making you a little happier than what they've been doing. We, we can hope. I, I won't get my hopes up, but, but you know, <laughs> obviously I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, just again, just shout out where people can find you at. And yeah. Um, yeah. YouTube channel out of here, baseball, um, Twitter. Don't post too much on there yet. Aside from the video links, but I got some ideas as I'm actually like gaining some followers now. So, uh, yeah. Check out my videos and, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. All right. So thank you again for coming on and uh be in touch soon. All right, sounds good.